Hey guys and welcome to the channel. I'm really excited. WTA draw premium prediction video. We're going to go through it every single first round match that we're going to go through it round by round, give you my predictions, give you my take I guess on some of the first round matches and a little bit of analysis into some of the matchups that we might see as well, predicted matchups uh, that I'm looking to happen as well on the women's side. Of course, very open before we get into it, remember to hit that like button, please, if you haven't done so already, if you're watching on YouTube, and do remember to subscribe if you're new. If you also want to support us further, thank you to those who have done so. You can click the join button to become a member, get some exclusive perks, and of course, contribute something to the channel. No obligation, but do check it out if it's of interest to you. Same with our PayPal as well. Uh, but thank you to everyone that has contributed on, on both mediums, and thank you everyone who's a subscriber, because without you guys... We're nothing, genuinely. So thank you for helping us grow. Uh, if you're also a podcast listener or watcher, remember to hit the follow button, subscribe button, leave a rating review, all that good stuff. On the women's side then, Iga Sviontek, I think everyone knows, is the overwhelming favourite and it really is her against the rest of the field. At Roland Garros, it was, you probably take Sviontek, but I do have a feeling, I think a lot of people have been saying this, they would prefer to take the rest of the field over Sviontek at Wimbledon. Mainly because... She hasn't gone super deep in the past. She hasn't. Grass, yeah, she's not too bad on grass. But it's not a favoured surface like clay. She'd won at Roland Garros before. Yes, yeah, she's won 35 matches unbeaten. But I would say if she was to lose a Grand Slam this year, obviously she lost in the Australian Open, let's say from Roland Garros onwards, I would say she's got a better chance at Roland Garros in the US Open because it's a slow hard court than Wimbledon. In saying that, she's revolutionized her game on the forehand. We'll discuss that in a little bit more depth. <sighs> right, let's get into it now. I have a confession to make as well. I had actually already recorded this video. This is my second time doing it because uh, my internet cut out halfway through. So I made all my picks and basically there was an audio error. So that's why I made my picks. But obviously, I'll go through it as I have. And apparently, you can't unpick stuff. So it is, it is what it is. Let's go through it. So Iga Sviontek versus Yana Fett qualified to start off. Sviontek for me should come through that. I know qualifiers can be dangerous given they've played a couple of matches beforehand. And of course, they will be confident. They'll be in some good form. Well, they should be in some good form, right? If they've managed to qualify and beat some competitive rivals coming through. So that's a massive plus. Massive, massive plus uh, for someone like Yana Fett. I think better than, say, being a wild card who may not have played as much or even played on potentially even the wooden surfaces. So, Iga Sviontek for me uh, to come through that, though. Sonny Kartal against um, Danka Kovinic. Now, I just think Kovinic is too experienced, uh, and I feel there's a little bit of a level... There's a bit of a chasm in level, uh, to be fair, and quality. So, Kovinic for me. Parizas Diaz to beat Claire Lou is who I picked. I just think Parizas Diaz... Yeah, should be too strong. And then I've gone for Elise Cornet over Potenseva, which is a bit of an upset because Cornet, yes, she made the quarterfinals of Roland Garros last year, but she's mainly seen more of it as a clay quarter, I would say. She does have a good enough game to kind of... It's serviceable on different surfaces, let's say. And she's actually been in pretty good form recently in the, in the grass court swing, the, the short grass court swing that we have. So I've just gone with her based on form and Potenseva, 27th seed. She would, I don't think she would have been seeded, uh, if I'm not mistaken, if 
the Russians and Belarusians were playing, which less said about the better. Obviously, a massive shame. No Sabalenka, no Azarenka, no Kasakina, no, you know, Samsonova, loads of loads of players, right? Loads of players. So it is what it is, though. Um, so I've gone for, yeah, Korneva put in Saver. Teichmann to beat Tomjanovic. This is a pick'em, though, I have to say. Now, this is one of the best first round matches you're going to see. Teichmann, for me, has been one of the informed players this year. She's been really good, had a fantastic clay court swing, um, had a pretty good run at Roland Garros as well, and made a semi final, if I'm not mistaken, in one of the Masters tournaments. So she's been in good form. Tomjanovic, though, made the quarterfinals at Wimbledon last year. So not to be slept upon. But I think in this instance, the form and I think the style matchup favours Teichmann being a lefty. And I just think Tomjanovic has been very up and down. She does like the grass, though, so I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the other way. But my opinion on it is Teichmann's form supersedes Tomjanovic's, let's say, grass court comfort. Harrison over Roos for me, qualifier from America. And then Golubic to beat Petkovic. So Petkovic, of course, the wily veteran from Germany. She's one of the fifth players on tour, that's for sure. Physically just so shredded. You can tell she goes to the gym, that's for sure. But Golubic should have a little bit too much for her, I would imagine. Then we've got uh, last year's Roland Garros champion, Kova, Of course, a former number two in the world, actually, as well. She's now dropped to, well, she's seeded 13 in this tournament, but she's further down the rankings, of course. She's had a very interesting, very interesting last few months. Lost in the first round of Roland Garros. Uh, won the first set against a young Frenchman, uh, Diane Parry, who's actually in the draw as well. And looked pretty good in the first set. The second and third sets faded away. She had a similar story, although not as extreme, against Kostiuk in a recent grass court tournament. I think it was Eastbourne um, or Birmingham, one of the two, I think Eastbourne. And she took the first at 6-4, then lost 6-3, 6-4. She's struggling a little bit in matches to, I guess, maintain a certain level. Now, you would expect, if that's the case, for her to play more matches, but she'd only entered one grass court tournament before Wimbledon so I'm not really sure where that puts her I would say I don't have particularly high hopes for her honestly uh, I think just think she needs more matches under her belt now I know she mentioned about burnout at the end of last year uh, and kind of her mental well-being saying that she probably needed to you know have a little bit of a break and I get that I know she's also been injured but if you're going to enter these Grand Slam tournaments you need to have some practice unless you are a Nadala, Djokovic, maybe even a Serena, but even then, like you know, you know, those guys still want some matches under their belt. It's not great to come in cold, but we'll see. Uh, Muguruth, but I've got her beating Zanevska anyway in the first round. Muguruth to beat Minen, of course, former Wimbledon champion. She's been in horrible form though; she has been, but she does like the grass. It's probably her favorite surface. I would imagine she'll come through it. Kim Wenzeng. Now, this is for me one of the best first round matches. Kim Winzeng, of course, the only player to cause Sviontek any problems at Roland Garros, the only player to take a set off Sviontek. She was, a, she was down in that first set in Roland Garros against Sviontek, down in the first set tiebreaker as well, managed to win it. Great mental toughness, clearly has some fantastic ability. And I'm interested to see uh, how far she can go at Wimbledon. Her recent results haven't been great. I think she's lost two first round matches uh, in the 500s. 
and then she won a one. She won a uh, one two five, which I think was on the grass. But obviously, the opposition not as not as good as as the other tournament she lost in the first rounds of. I know, of course, she got injured against Fiontech. Could have been different. Who knows? However, I'm not sure how comfortable she is moving on the grass. I think more than anything, and she's got quite an aggressive style of play that does also come with a lot of errors, right, at times. And I feel like on the grass, that can be compounded. So I think she needs to be pretty careful. I would pick Sloane Stevens mainly just because I feel like she's going to make less errors. She's more experienced on the grass. And I feel like that will shine through. Uh, but I I would like to see Kim Wenzhen doing well, to be honest with you. I think in terms of being more of a threat to players uh, and going deeper, I feel like she's got more potential than a Sloane Stevens because of her game, but I'm not quite sure if she's gonna be going to be able to maintain that for two sets. So let's see. Let's see though. Andrescu to beat uh Bektas, the qualifier, uh Rybukina to beat Zhang for me, Rogers to beat Martich, so Shelby Rogers, that is of America. She's seeded number 30 this year. Uh Kochova versus Pegosi, Kochova to win that. Dart to beat Masarova, although we'll see Harriet Dart. You know, again, I think a lot of these Brits, they've been given a chance uh, because of the Russian and Belarusians not playing. So it's just given them a chance to play, which is great to a degree if you're, you're a British fan or just you're British generally. But they need to really show people that they're worth that spot. And I hope they do. So I've got her winning. Pagula to beat Vekic, a really tough first round match, but the big hitting American should come through it. But Dosa versus Ch- uh, Chirico qualifier tough first round because qualifier I have to say but Dosa I'm not sold on whatsoever I'm not at the moment she's been very up and down she's obviously had some injury issues as well let's see lost to Jody Burridge recently she should be okay on the grass though she's got the game for it it's just whether she can apply herself let's see Pake to be uh, Barra so Chloe Pake that is of France hopefully you haven't butchered her name Bogdan to beat Yastremska. Uh, Kvitova, two-time Wimbledon champion, lefty. She's in great form. Made the final of Eastbourne. She's playing Ostapenko tomorrow. I've got her beating Jasmine Paolini, who I'm pretty high on, young Italian. I have a feeling Kvitova is going to go relatively far. Giorgi to beat Freck, uh, the Italian, very ta- in, well, very talented Italian. Should come through that. You just never know with her, though. She's so hot and cold. Rebecca Peterson to beat Schmidlova. Uh, Flipkins to beat Fawless, the qualifier from Australia. And then I've got Halep to beat Machova or Makova. That's a really, really tough first round, I have to say, for Halep. But she should come through it. Goff to beat Roos. Uh, and Shunk to beat Buzarenscu. Brengel, who's one of the only women on tour who runs around her forehand and hits a backhand. A backhand is really good. She'll hit into out backhands. Crazy. She was doing it against Osaka in the clay court swing when I did commentary for in the matches. It's pretty refreshing to see, honestly. It's just very different. Um, I don't mind it whatsoever. It's just obviously very bizarre. You don't see a lot of players with a lot stronger backhands or if even if they do have stronger backhands, they feel like they should be hitting forehands because that's supposed to be the weapon that they have or a weapon at least. Uh, so they won't run around the forehand. She does. Zverev does it at times. Uh, it's not as exaggerated as Brengel's, uh, but it's good to see. I like it. I do. And uh, I think she'll beat Lauren Davis. I think she'll like the surface. She's pretty flat. 
big slice serves on this surface, obviously conducive to side spin. So slice and it skids on, stays low. So people, a lot of the players, are the women that aren't able to hit kick serves or aren't able to hit good kick serves, that it does mask that quite a lot, the grass, because if you hit a good enough slice serve, you, know, you will get purchase for your uh, your slice serve as long as it's well enough placed, well placed well enough, sorry, even. Anissimo to beat uh, Wang and then Serena Tormo to beat Mikhail, the qualifier. Serena Williams, of course, let's see how she gets on. She's playing Harmony Tan in the first round from France. I've got her winning. The big question mark around for her will be how does how is she going to move? Uh, and I don't get this opinion, and I have to like call this out because I'm not impressed with it at all. With people calling her like saying she's unfit, she's fat. Look, look, she's not. She's not. Like, I'm sorry, but anyone saying that, I guarantee you, 99% of you, if not all of us, are are not as fit as Serena Williams. Like we'd lose a hundred meter sprint, we'd lose in the gym. Like, do you not? Know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just a silly thing to say. It really is. Uh, she's an athlete, and she always has been. It's not to do with her physique. Her physique is not a massive issue. She's always been pretty muscle bound. Like she's always had uh, kind of a muscular physique, uh, and that's fine. And it's worked for her. She's got power. She does. She's not the type of player to grind from the back of the court. She's aggressive. She's powerful. That is her game. As you get older, of course, your movement does diminish a little bit. That's natural. But also, like we saw Djokovic in Belgrade, like he made the final against Rublev, but he'd had a lot of kind of a lot of three setters. And then he played Rublev in the third set, he just physically broke down. Now he's one of the fittest players on tour on the men's side, but he broke down, got bageled. It wasn't because he didn't play, he, you know, oh, his level dropped. His level dropped because he couldn't physically keep up. Now that's going to be the question mark around Serena. Not is she fit enough generally? Is she fit enough in terms of a match sense, in a tennis match sense? Does she have the matches under her belt? Because Djokovic was practicing loads beforehand. But there's a difference between being generally fit and, and being able to do well in the gym and being fit enough to being tennis fit, being tennis match fit, if that makes sense. I'm not quite sure where she's at. She's played a few doubles. She looks okay. Um, we'll see. We'll see. What she needs really is a few very easy first couple of rounds so she can blitz her opponents in like an hour or less or just around the hour mark, say. Build up match practice that way. And then she has a better chance of going deep because she's kind of working herself towards that, right? That physical kind of peak. Um, or match fitness peak even. I think for her, she just doesn't want to get dragged into three setters. Uh, and it's a similar scenario for Andy Murray getting dragged into five setters on the men's side. I mentioned it for the men's. Do check out that video if you want. It's already out. And yeah, yeah, she just needs to avoid that. If she avoids it, she might be okay. We'll see how far she goes. But I've got her winning against Harmony Tan. Bolter to beat Burrell in the first round. She's been in good form, of course. Beat uh, Pliskova recently. I know Pliskova's not been in great form, but she's still the women of finalist from last year, so that's a great win. Pliskova, and talking of Pliskova, she's playing Martin Kova, not an easy first round, but I've got her winning. Uh, same with Collins against Buskova, another Czech player. Daniel Collins, interesting to see how she uh, performs on the grass. Interestingly, actually, the Australian Open in some people's indexes is actually quicker than Wimbledon nowadays, centre court, that is. Interesting, right? Now, of course, they changed the type of grass. They changed it last year or the year before. 
and it has slowed it down slightly. I think it was Kyrgios said, this is grass, it's supposed to be quick. Uh, we're not playing on clay. I think he said that last year, I remember him saying that. And of course, yeah, sometimes you have to take what he says with a pinch of salt, but it has got slightly slower. It's obviously nowhere near as slow as the clay. It's still going to bounce low. It's still going to skid on. It's always going to... I think you know, grass generally is going to play like that. In terms of the speed, though, I don't think it's far off the Australian Open. And in some people's eyes, it's actually slower. So it'll be interesting to see how it does play this year. I hope it is quick because that's what grass should be. Uh, but Daniel Collins, she likes... A, it's going to be a quick surface generally anyway. Uh, forget about comparing it to Australia. She should have some success here. The big question is going to be how does she fare with the lower bouncing ball and slicing a lot? I'm not sure. Uh, it's really tough to get a read on how she's going to do here, but we'll see. I've got her beating Buzkova, though. And Lee to beat Bronzetti for me. And then I've got the Polish qualifier, Chalinska, to beat Sinekova Yazda, as uh, the Polish players would say, of course. Risk to beat Albon Risk saying on her social media that she's very, very excited for the grass. Favorite surface. She is very, very flat. Uh, slices a lot. Perfect surface for a game. Madison Keys. I picked Madison Keys, but Madison Keys has actually pulled out uh, to just only about half an hour to an hour ago with abdominal issues. That's a big, big loss. So I'm going to go with Ma Masaki Doi. I'm assuming a lucky loser will come in. So I'll pick Masaki Doi to win that first round. But that opens up that little section of the draw quite a lot because I had it going relatively deep. So interesting. Kostyuk to beat Katie Swan, the wild card from Britain. I think Kostyuk's just too strong. I mean, she should, her and Clara Torsen, you would hope in the next couple of years, join the bracket of Fernandez, Raducanu, and Coco Goff, right? Of, of younger players who have either made a Grand Slam final or they've won a Grand Slam because they are so talented and they should be in that same bracket. And I'm hoping those five really push on. They're not at the moment because they haven't gone deep enough. Kostyuk and Torsen, that's rightfully so. But they've definitely got history and credits. Kostyuk, decorated junior champ. Let's see. Let's see what she can do. <clears throat> I've got Caroline Garcia as well to beat uh, Miyazaki. Of course, Caroline Garcia made the Hamburg final. She's playing Andrescu tomorrow, so she's in pretty good form. I think she'll be too strong for the British wildcard. Uh, Van Oitvank to play Raducanu. I've got Raducanu winning. It's not an easy first round. I can actually see her losing it. I'm hoping she'll be fine, but I, I'm really not holding my breath to see how far she goes. It's going to be a difficult tournament for her. She doesn't have an easy run, to be honest with you. Uh, although with Madison Keys going out, it's opened up a little bit further because she was. I had her projected to play Madison Keys, and I had Keys winning. Uh, Kerber to beat Mianovic, but that's Mianovic is a tough, tough first round. Angelique Kerber, of course, former woman champion, loves the grass, saw her live last year on day two in court one, and she played some fantastic tennis. She just loves the surface. Hits flat, hits a great backhand slice, uh, slice serves left, right, and center, slicing and dicing, good in the net, loves the grass, moves really well on it. She's a pleasure to watch. She is, really is on the grass. Uh, Lynette to beat Gomez for me. Zidansek to beat Udvardi. And Mertens to beat Serrano. I've got Kanepi as well, of course, the uh, you know Grand Slam champion killer, Kaya Kanepi. But she's seeded, so she won't be able to do that. She's playing an unseeded player in Diane Parry, who, of course, beat Krejcikova in that first round. 
I don't think she's going to be able to do much at Wimbledon. So I've got her going out to Kanepi because she's inexperienced on the grass, one-hander as well. I think Kanepi's way too experienced and it'll, it'll shine through. I've got Clara Torsen beating uh, the Japanese qualifier Hontama. And I've got Kawa, the Polish qualifier, to beat Marino. Jabur to beat uh, Bjorklund for me qualifier. Now, again, qualifiers can be difficult to face, but on Jabur should have too much. I'm hoping she does what she, she should have done, really, at Roland Garros, where she won Madrid. She should have kicked on at Roland Garros. She lost in the first round. Hopefully, she puts that behind her and she goes on a little bit of a run here because she should. She's way too good to not be. Uh, of course, one Berlin and played some really good players there. So you'd hope she'd get through. Let's see. I've got Jabir winning that, though. Skari to beat Hives, the qualifier from Australia. And Seville, Dario Seville, has been in decent form in the wildcard to beat Tomova. Uh, Astra Sharma, the qualifier to beat Maria. And Kirsty to beat Krunic. I've got Trevisan, the French Open semi-finalist from Italy. 22nd seed to beat Cocciarato. Cocciaretto, even. And uh, Begu to beat Gogoza from... Georgie from Georgie from Georgia. What? Because Georgie is a different person, not even a country for some. Anyway, Wick Myers back. Nice to see that qualifier. She'll play Zoo. I've got her winning actually. Tough one though. Ostapenko, of course, as I said, made Eastbourne final. She's playing that tomorrow against uh, Kvitova. She's been in great form. I'll have her beating Dodin. She's seeded 12th and she's found a bit of a form, which is great to see. Of course, former Roland Garros champion. Uh, a few years back, and she's still quite young. Benchish to beat Wang for me, and Watson to beat Corpatra, though. I wouldn't be surprised she loses that Corpatra, played against Raducanu. I did commentary for that, and she likes a slice, a serve a lot, can't hit a kick serve. Everything's pretty much a slice serve. She'll enjoy the surface, and uh, I think Watson needs to be careful. I know she's let a lot of Pete Brits down in the past. Look, I'm sure she's definitely not doing it on purpose, but I think it's been frustrating because she's had a lot of opportunities to either beat players who are seated below her and then progress further into tournaments, or she's been up in matches and then she's almost really choked it. So let's see, but I've got her winning. English to beat uh, Galfi, and then I've got Hadan Maya, who's been in fantastic form. I think she's 15-1, lost to Kavitva yesterday, but hadn't lost a match on grass before that. So she goes in to Wimbledon, Make uh, winning two tournaments and making a semi-final of the third ridiculous run. Uh, she is the informed player on the WTA Tour going into Wimbledon. I've got her going pretty far, I think. Well, we'll see. Uh, Kalanina to beat Bondar. And I've got Burridge to beat Serenko. Not an easy first round for Burridge. I'm pretty sure it's her first Wimbledon appearance. Could be wrong. Uh, she's a wild card. She beat Bedosa, uh, which is a great win, I thought. And uh, another player as well who I've actually forgotten. But look, she's... Clearly likes the grass. She's in great form. Hopefully she comes through it. Uh, I'd like to see her make a little run. Uh, Wang to beat Niamia and Kontavit to beat Pera. So that's my first round picks. Then second round, I've got Igor Sviontek to beat Kovinic. Uh, Kornay to beat Paris Diaz. Uh, Teichman to beat Harrison. Golubic to beat Krichikova. So I've got Krichikova going out in the second round. Why you say? Because match practice, match fitness... She just doesn't have it under her belt. I think Golubic will win that uh, and pretty comfortably in the end as well. Uh, Muguruza against Stevens. I've picked Muguruza, but this could be a potential banana skin because, yes, she's a former woman champion. Yes, she does like the grass generally, but Sloane Stevens doesn't miss much. She doesn't. 
and we could see a lot of unforced errors from Mogorotha, but I've backed the Spaniard. Hopefully she repays uh, my backing. Andrescu to beat Rybakina I've got. Now, Andrescu for me, she is a dark horse. She is. I'm telling you now. Uh, she just seems to have a little bit of everything. She's a good player. Hoping she goes far. And then Shelby Rogers to beat Kachova. Uh, yeah. Pagula to beat Harriet Dart. I just think Pagula is going to be too big from the back of the court. I'm not sure if Dart can hit with her. Uh, I think she's going to just have... She has too much of a big game, I think, for Dart, personally. And then Badosa to beat Paquet. Kovitova to beat Bogdan. Um, yeah. As I said, Kovitova, dangerous. Kovitova and Kerber, if you're any player on the women's side, there's almost like a big red flag next to their name saying, avoid, avoid, avoid. Like, just please don't come anywhere near me in the draw. Uh, or go out earlier. Like, you just don't want to face them. Both lefties, both women champions, both hit the ball hard and flat. Uh, both move well on the surface. They're experienced. It's just, it's not a good matchup for anyone. It's really not. Uh, Georgie to beat Peterson. Halep to beat Flipkins I've got as well. Georgie Peterson, by the way, is a 50-50. That'll be a great match. Uh, and then I've got Goff beating Shunk. And this Moe to beat Brengel. And then Cerebus Tormo to beat Serena Williams. Yeah. Thing is, right, my, my thinking behind this is that Cerebus Tormo doesn't miss much. And I get that she's probably more of a, a clay quarter fine. But she didn't do too badly last year. I think she lost to a very accomplished player in the end. I, I've just got a, a feeling that she's going to frustrate Serena and Serena's going to make errors. And she's, and she's going to try and make Serena move side to side. And Serena won't want to do that. She won't want to have longer points. She won't. I just think she's going to be a frustrating player for Serena. She's going to slice on the backhand a lot. Um, I don't see Serena being comfortable. And I think it's a bad matchup, given that she's trying to get matches under her belt. Given, as I said, she wants the first few rounds. She will want the first few rounds to be kind of blitzes. If she serves phenomenally well, and returns really well, then, you know, that is three quarters of the battle done, then she might do it. But I don't know. I think Serena's Tormo is a de decent returner as well. Let's see. Well, Serena is very dangerous. I hope she does come through just because it would be a great story, but I'm not confident. And then I've got Katie Bolter to replicate her win over Pliskova uh, not too long ago in the in the grass court swing, I've got her beating Pliskova again. Um, let's see. Let's see. Daniel Collins to beat Ann Lee. And I've got Riss to beat Chawlinska or Chawlinska even. Uh, and then, yeah, so I've got Kostyuk then beating Doi. So it was Kostyuk and um, Madison Keys, But of course, it'll be a lucky loser. But I have Doi winning that. Uh, I'm pretty confident that Doi will win, hopefully. And then Kostyuk to beat Doi. Uh, Radicanu to beat Caroline Garcia. Now, this is a really tough second round match now, especially because Caroline Garcia is in great form. This is a big banana skin for Radicanu. She needs to be very careful. I've got her winning, but with very, very little confidence right now. Um, yeah, needs to be very careful. Very, very careful, I would say. Uh, Angelique Kerber to beat Lynette. Uh, tough second round match for Kerber as well, but again, experience should shine through. I've got Mertens beating Zidansek. I've got Torsen beating Kanepi. That's a fantastic second-round match. I'm really backing Torsen's potential and kind of just 
youth, uh, exuberance, and ability really to come through against Kanepi. But Kanepi is a difficult one. That's going to be an interesting match. Jabir to beat Kawa and Sakari to beat Seville. Kersey to beat Sharma. Uh, I've got Trevor San to beat Begu. Uh, Ostapenko to beat Wigmeyer. And Benchich to beat Watson. I just think Benchich is one step too far for Watson. She'll have too much in the bag for Watson, I'd say. And Hadamaya to beat Inglis. Uh, Jody Burridge, I've got beating Kalinina. So I've got her making the third round at least. We'll see if I pick her in my next round of picks. But I just, I'm liking the confidence the way she's playing. I have a feeling she can do something here, but we'll see. Maybe it's the recency bias that's killing me. And Contavit to beat Wang. Again, Contavit's an interesting one because she's played zero tennis, really, in the last... She played the French Open, and that was it. She's going into Wimbledon cold. So, if I'm not mistaken, which is not a positive sign. That's, you know, not great. I know she struggled with injuries. She played... Yeah, she's not playing anything else. So that's just that's just crazy. I mean, that, is that not crazy? Is it just me? That is crazy. We'll see. We'll see. She, she, her game is suited to the grass, but you got to play. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, then I've got Sviantek to beat Cornet. Uh, and some people said that Cornet might be an issue for Sviantek. Not in my book. Teichmann to beat Golubic. And then I've got Muguruza to lose to Andres because I've got Muguruza. Two Grand Slam champions going at it. Of course, Muguruza... Um, has won at Wimbledon, Andrescu's won at the US Open. I just have a feeling that Andrescu's going to beat Muguruza. Um, she's playing much better tennis recently. I get Muguruza likes the grass. I get that she has pedigree. I get she hits half from the back of the court. She's just been in horrific form. And I just think if Andrescu plays how we've been seeing her play recently, it's not going to be great for Muguruza. I've got Pagula beating Shelby Rogers. Great form. Uh, probably the be- the most informed American player on the women's side all year. Despite Daniel Collins making a final of a slam, Pagula's been really good. She made a semi-final of a slam. She's made, uh, what, last 16 against Fiontech, all quarterfinals. She's made a lot of quarterfinals at Masters tournaments. She is, uh, you know, in good form and uh, for the year. So I- I'm backing her to carry that on. Then I've got Kvitova beating Bedosa. So that's kind of a big upset, um, if you will. Bedosa, of course, top five player. I just think, and again, this could go the other way. If Bedosa plays the way we know she can, she could win this. But Kvitova at the moment is playing really well. She loves Wimbledon. She's experienced. I think she's going to blow Bedosa away. I genuinely do. I think it's going to be really, really tough for Bedosa. Um, But let's see. I'm going with experience on this one. I just think Kvitova is so dangerous. And she's in great form. It's going to be a hard one for Bedosa. Uh, Halep to beat Georgie for me. Georgie just a bit erratic. And this is such a great match. I really hope we see this. Coco Goff versus Anissa Mova. I'm going to go with Coco Goff, uh, but not particularly sold really on it. But Anissa Mova has been in great form. And I think Coco Goff will get rushed on the forehand. But if she serves well enough and she moves so well, she should have just about enough maybe. I'm not sure. 50-50. So he was Tomo to beat Katie Bolter. I think uh, she'll frustrate Katie Bolter, unfortunately. I hope she gets through Bolter, but don't see it happening uh, on my watch. Daniel Collins to beat Risk. And then I've got Kostiuk and Raducanu. Raducanu beat Kostiuk uh, in a clay court tournament. 
Um, and to be honest, Raducanu is not that great on clay. She's better on grass. She should win that. Uh, Madison Keys, by the way, dropping out is a massive plus for Raducanu. I'm telling you now. She would have faced her in the third round if they both won their matches, and I think they would have. She would have lost, in my eyes, to Madison Keys. So that's a big, big plus for her to play Kostyuk rather than Keys. Kostyuk is still dangerous, but Raducanu should come through that. Uh, Kerber to beat Mertens, and then I've got Jabir to beat Torsten. That's a great match, though. Dangerous one for Jabir, but she should come through. Sakari to beat Kirsty. Ostapenko to beat Trevisan, the former, well, last Grand Slam. So Roland Garros semi-finalist Trevisan. Hadan Maya to beat Benchich. That's a bit of an upset, I guess you could say, but she's just in great form. I'm backing her form, um, really. And lefty as well, aggressive. I think Benchich, I'm not quite sure where she's at on the grass. It's very hard to tell. I think Hadan Maya will win. And then I've got a big upset in Burridge beating Contevit. I just think Contevit's so cold in terms of like she's going to go into it with bare, like no matches on grass. I mean, it's not going to be good. Burridge has had matches on grass. And I just think there'll be a massive disparity in comfort level. And I think that will, that will close the gap in quality level, if that makes sense. Shviontek to beat Teichman in the... This is the round of 16. I've got Andrescu beating Pagula. That'll be a fantastic match. Two massive hitters from the back of the court. I just think Andrescu, uh, as I said, slightly better form. And I just think she serves well. She should win. Uh, I'm really high on her game generally. It's just whether she's able to piece it together. Uh, Kvitova to beat Halep. Now that's two former Grand Slam champions going out, two former women and champions. A lot of people will probably pick Halep, I'd imagine. I'm just... I'm telling you now... Something about Kvitova, the way she's playing recently, her form, I'm going to go with her. And I have a feeling that she, she might win that. But let's see. Halep is dangerous, we know. I've got Coco Goff beating Cerebus Tormo. Again, a difficult one for uh, for Coco Goff. But I think she should ma she should navigate her way through it. And Daniel Collins versus Emma Raducanu. Now, I'm not sure about this one. Um, Collins... Again, I'm not, I'm not sure about her form on grass. Now, I'm telling you, Raducanu has opened up a lot the Madison Keys dropout. I'm going to go to Raducanu um, to beat Collins. I think if she's fit, she should win. Um, it's just how she's going to handle Collins's power. But she should be able to serve well enough to put Collins at bay in periods at least and return quite well, Raducanu. We'll see. I've got Jabir beating Kerber. That's a fantastic matchup. If we see that round of 16, that is so good. I mean, Kerber, Jabir is just, I mean, that will be a barnstormer, three-setter in my eyes. I've got Jabir going through, but I have no idea if it's actually going to happen, genuinely. Uh, Ostapenko, I mean, that is that is worthy of like a semi-final or final, Jabir Kerber in my eyes. Ostapenko Sakari. I've got Ostapenko to cause the upset and beat Sakari. I've got Hadad Maya beating Barrett. She beat her in the grass court swing recently very comfortably. I've got a feeling that maybe the style isn't quite right for Barrett. Oh, sorry, I've uh, gone out of it. Let's go back to uh, quarterfinals, it is. So, quarterfinals then, I've got Iga Sviontek versus Bianca Andrescu. I think this is probably one step too far for Andrescu. Now, in saying that, if Andrescu serves really well, I mean really well, she makes a lot of first serves in, and her serve one plus play, especially on the forehand side, is great, which we know it can be. She can definitely cause problems for Sviontek. But, you know, I think if we're just talking about it generally, I think Sviontek is the favourite, so I'll pick her. 
I've got Coco Goff beating Kvitova, which, again, I'm telling you now, all of these quarterfinals, I'm not sure about at all. I'm really not. And that's what makes the women's game so amazing. And I think, I was thinking about this the other day. I think the reason why the women's game is so open is because, and it's a positive thing, there's so many players that try and play proactive, aggressive tennis. Now, there's one player at the moment that's playing controlled, aggressive tennis, which is Sviantek, and that's why she's winning so many matches and there's not many upsets on her side. But that's why there are so many upsets, generally, because people are trying to play more aggressive tennis. They're trying to... Like, there's so many girls nowadays from the back of the court that hit so big. And it's great. Like, it's so exciting to watch. But that's why it's so open. That's why there's so much depth in the women's game. Um, There's still not, like, a huge portion of women that are serving massive, but that's increasing a lot more as well. So, yeah, interesting, right? Uh, and it's great to see. Uh, and all of these, I, I think genuinely, like maybe Shriontek, Andrescu, you wouldn't say 50-50, but in my eyes it is, actually, if Andrescu makes it that far. Goff, Kvitova, 50-50. Jabir Raducanu, maybe 65-35 Jabir, I'd say. Helen Miles, Stepenko, 50-50. So I've got Goff beating Kvitova. I just think the form from the French, she does like playing on the grass. Of course, that's where she made her breakthrough. Uh, beat Venus Williams at 15 I think she might have a little bit too much for Kvitova and Kvitova might make some mistakes but Coco Goff is really good at defending. Um, so I think she might frustrate Kvitova as well. Uh, Jabir to beat Raducanu. I just think Jabir's too good uh, for Raducanu right now. I, I just think it's a bad matchup. Uh, way too good. And then Hadamaya to beat Ostapenko. I think is playing great tennis. Uh, I hope she comes through. Oh, I've done it again. Sorry. What's going on there? And uh, semi-finals, right. The semi-finals I've got... Now, I've gone so crazy. And I guess it's similar to what I did on the ATP side. And I think you have to take it with a bit of a pinch of salt. I could easily just sit here and tell you that Djokovic and Sviantec are going to win. That's what everyone's going to tell you. And that's fine, because that is the easy choice, right? They're the easy choices, and I get it. I've got a feeling, though, on the grass, Coco Goff, she's more... I feel like she's more comfortable on the grass than Sviantec is on the grass. Sviantec is a better player than Goff right now. No doubt. We saw it at the French Open. Yes, of course, it's her favourite surface. I get it. But she's a better player generally. I think the surface, the confidence Goff will take if she makes it this far, and also the confidence she would have taken from playing against Fiontek in the final at Roland Garros to say, well, I've done this before, but now this is on my surface. I think it's going to be enough to win and stop Fiontek's unbeaten streak. Sounds crazy, right? It does. It does. And you, and you might tell me, what are you talking about, Fasan? I don't know. Just got a feeling. Thought it'd be different. I thought, how is there any way that I can think of that she can win? And there is. Whether she does it or not, I don't know. But she's my pick. <laughs> she's my pick. Uh, Shriontek to go out in the semi-finals. Heard it here first, if it does happen. If if not, then uh, didn't hear it here. <laughs> Ange Jabert to beat Hedda Meyer. That's a really good match. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty high on Ange Jabert. I am. I think she's a really talented player. I love the way she plays. Maybe there is an element of bias that kind of seeps through a little bit when I do my picks because, you know, I just think she's a phenomenal player. 
But I do think she does have results to back it up recently, of course, winning in Berlin. Uh, the only issue is going to be the knee. But if she's fully fit, I think she goes deep. Uh, and I have her beating Hedda Meyer, but you know what? Who knows? Hedda Meyer and uh, Andresco are my two dark horses, by the way. Then final, I've got Andrejabur uh, against Coco Goff, obviously. And I've got Andrejabur winning that. And again, this is a massive 50-50 because I think Coco Goff actually has more experience in Grand Slam finals than Jabir now, right? So it would be Ons Jabir's first ever Grand Slam final if she was to make it. Coco Goff's probably just as experienced on grass as Jabir now. I would say Coco Goff might even go, go into it the favourite. But for me, Ons Jabir would just have too much. He'd frustrate Coco Goff, the drop shots, the slices, the dicing... The, I mean, she's a big server. Like Kogoff is a is a bigger server, but Ons Jabur is better at hitting her spots, and she just generally is more accurate, gets more free points. The one plus plays great. Backhand, forehand, solid. Kogoff might get rushed on the forehand a little bit, and I just think Jabur will make it awkward for Goff. And I've got Ons Jabur as my winner. Um, yeah, let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, I'm assuming a lot of you disagree and you've gone for Shriontak and, and rightfully so because she is the informed player. She's the favourite and she should be. Uh, but let me know your thoughts. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you, what are you happy with? What do you, are you unhappy with? Who do you think has got an easy draw or a hard draw? Yeah, let me know. Anyways, thanks very much, guys. Remember to hit that like button and subscribe if you're new. Remember also to leave a rating or review if you're a podcast listener or watcher. You can also support the channel even further by clicking that join button as well uh, to become a member. And of course, through PayPal as well. Link in the description of this video. Thanks very much, guys. Stay safe and well. And we'll see you on the next video. Of course, remember we'll be doing day-by-day roundups, uh, live stream watch-alongs, so commentary for matches and also post-match and previews for matches as well. So a lot of content for Wimbledon. Make sure you hit the notification bell to get alerted to all those videos. Thanks very much, guys.